Hello? Has this now become a super <laughs> show? No. Uh, we're back. We had to do a couple a couple different um, intros. None of them are good. Um, no. And yeah. this one's not any better. This one's not any better. This is the final one, though. This is, yeah, this will be the final one. Yeah, I, I agree. Fucking it up. That's right. Uh, welcome. Welcome back. We had to do a quick turnaround to the show. Um, so as if it hasn't gotten any shittier, uh, it's about to. It's about to take a whole other realm of shit. Um, yeah, the seven levels of shit. Yes, pardon the swearing. Level three. More like level, level three. two. We're not that bad. The, the, the three, level three. Ah, there we go. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um, I'm Jorge. I'm Savannah. Wow, nice, 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 nice intro. It is October nineteenth, twenty twenty-three. And this is going to be posted on Sunday, correct? Correct. This will be posted on Sunday, just because we want to follow so, at least consistently. If everything that we're saying is so out of date, we're at least three days out. Being listened to, that is why. Well, by now, if we're being honest, if we're gonna, if we're gonna get into it, uh, probably by then, we'll have some new well that's pretty obvious we'll have some new changes probably israel will invade uh palestine at some point you're saying yeah by sunday yeah by sunday yeah so as of the time of recording this they have not right uh which will be interesting um should we just post this tomorrow i mean could do that way it's a little more relevant sure that's fine we could do that yeah fuck it we're not is this episode three we've not like established a pattern well, the pattern should be end of week, but yeah, Friday's good enough. Yes, let's well, let's let's just do this one now. Let's post it for tomorrow. I'll I'll send it off once I get back from work. Uh, but yeah, we had to do a quick turnaround. We got we got family stuff going on, so um, yeah, we have to we have to get this out of the way. We can't quite do the podcast with people around us. It'll be weird. So we're we gonna just enter level four of shit. Ah, all right. We're moving on. Um, how do you want to start? Well, we could update with um, what is. Why don't we start with sixty minutes? Okay. Uh, this was from last Sunday, uh, the fifteenth. Um, this is I. So far, this is what I've. I, there's nothing else to talk about. If we're being on, there is. <clears throat> but you're asking us to do a quick turnaround. The two people that are listening, by the way, hello, the Canadian. Uh, geese still canadians yeah it's just it's the two same wow. yeah uh, i'm actually quite surprised they're still i mean it's fine if they don't but well, thank uh, you for, uh well i don't know if they'll return to this one but they might thanks for listening to episode two yeah appreciate it um again we're still we're still receiving booster grams we're not asking for money it really the amount where the amount we'd be given anyways would be so small it wouldn't be you worth like cashing in pickle. yeah half pickle as we put it before yeah um really it's just to know that you're i mean we we can see unless it's a bot you know i didn't even think about that those two might actually just be robots but so far hasn't said anything of um robotic requests or or like uh what's the point of robots listening to podcasts um it might be for downloads it i i, I don't i don't quite understand but how that mechanism two. works huh but like two yeah sometimes they're random a- anyway we, we don't need to get into it point is if you are uh alive and and truly sentient um uh fully bodied this was a free will choice yeah y- yes good this is very yeah good yeah. good analogy good good point um send us a boostergram at any podcast you point out it, it's really more interesting than you were to listen to on spot i i don't even know what apps you're listening to on but um 
any of the podcasting 2.0 apps that includes Podverse, Fountain, uh, Podfriend. There's a few of them. Um, if you hit, if you search podcast index, you should see a variety of different podcasting apps. Uh, but specifically Fountain and Podverse, I believe, allow uh, for you to send a, a, they all should actually, but I, I know for sure those two do send boostograms. So if you want to send us half a pickle worth, just say hi, just to make sure. It, it actually, it really would go a long way if you actually managed to say just hello. Um, the fact that anyone listens to this, uh, is, is still mind boggling to me. Uh, at one point we had a hundred people listen to one episode, uh, to 200 people and we stopped for a month. So now we're back to two. So, um, I think yeah, that's, yeah, it's, 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 well, let's say, let's say 50 if we're counting bots and shit, but, um, it's still very interesting that people listen, uh, even if it's just two. So we would greatly appreciate it. We would love to hear back. Uh, from anyone also if you have any information anything any perspectives clips potentially that you're wanting to share whether it's canada even though i know there's nothing really interesting to talk about in canada um there is certainly something out there also if you can't spare half a pickle you can email us um that email is pleb to pleb dot podcast at gmail.com p-l-e-b the number two p-l-e-b dot podcast at gmail.com there we that go does not cost Pickle. No, that's free. That's free. Any art? Uh, we also take art. Any any sort of podcast cover? Or I need to change the the cover piece anyways for the podcast. Ooh, yeah. uh, I don't expect anyone to send anything. Again, mind blown if someone did. Um, you get full credit. Yeah, you would get full. You get it. You get a yeah. We'll put your little initials underneath, and we'll put you in the show notes. Um, yeah. If it's good too, I I would say only if it's good. Yeah, only if it's good. We'll be the we'll be the true, we'll be the judges we'll of of proper podcasting, uh, of proper art pieces. Um, but regardless, we're just excited to to hear from you guys. So enough of the tangent. Uh, let's move forward. I got sixty minutes to stutter. That's how I titled it. Sixty minutes stutter. U.S. Uh, dot 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 increase. Okay, so here we go. Uh, this was last Sunday. Rarely does a president confront so much peril. The catastrophe in Israel, the war in Ukraine, and no help from a paralyzed Congress. Late Thursday, we met President Biden at the White House. By the way, I'm sorry, before he gets into it, I, I made a grave mistake, Savannah. Um, oh, my clips are going to be long this time. Oh, we've switched. In all fairness, I had a much tougher turnaround than you did. Am I allowed to give you the scolding? A similar scolding that you gave um, last I time acknowledge, hang on, I acknowledge the fact that they're long. Uh, you were unaware. I knew I, I knew what I was doing was so going to be even worse. correct, but I'm also short on time. So, so you made them longer. It you seemed harder to do into chunks. We won't listen to the whole thing. Um, but, uh, just, That's fine. I won't judge. all right. Oh, okay. I see what you're doing. Yeah. All right. We're moving on. It had been a rough week and we could see it on him. Mr. Biden will be 81 next month. And he has said that when he's tired, his lifelong stutter can creep back in. But he wedged us into his schedule to express his commitment to Israel after the massacre of more than a thousand civilians eight days ago. 29 Americans were killed, 15 are missing, and at least a small number of them are known to have been taken hostage. 
In a video call on Friday, Mr. Biden had this message for Americans in Israel whose loved ones have vanished. To confront the brutality, Mr. Biden ordered two aircraft carriers plus cruisers and destroyers to the region. There are about 900 U.S. troops in Syria on a counterterrorism mission since 2015. Can you foresee U.S. troops in combat in this new Middle East war? I, I don't think that's necessary. Israel has one of the finest fighting forces in the country. I guarantee we're going to provide them everything they need. Because of what we're seeing in the Middle East, is the threat of terrorism in the United States increased? Yes, I had a meeting this morning with the Homeland Security people, with the FBI, with for the Situation Room for the better part of an hour to discuss how we make sure that we prevent a lone wolf and or any co coordinated effort to try to do what was done in synagogues before, do what was done to Jews in the street. And so we're, 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 we're making a major effort to make sure that doesn't happen. So in, in <clears throat> for context of this, uh, this clip, uh, again, was not too long ago, but um, there, we'll get into the pattern, essentially, right? We'll get into uh, what he stated there of uh, news sources coming out of, or the FBI and other Homeland Security NSA type uh, findings that will have lone, lone shooters out uh looking for looking for blood lone wolves if we will uh coming out for vengeance um which is really interesting because there's enough clips that that in my opinion we might stoke a little fear um like the u.s media is that what you're saying was well that? both I, I would say the u.s government and the u.s media why not it seems like it's all going it's, they're all it's a bit coordinated mm -hmm. uh but we'll, we'll go into that in a little bit Saturday, October 7th, has been called Israel's 9-11. More than 1,000 Hamas terrorists from Gaza smashed through a border wall to commit mass murder. Families in their homes, crowds at a concert, people in the street. Is Just in case you needed to hear some sound effects as well, not too bad. Israel is striking back with the largest bombardment of Gaza ever. More than 2,000 have been killed by Gaza's count. Certainly about 1,200 Israeli civilians were killed in the initial attack, but now Hamas fighters and Palestinian civilians are being killed in the counterattack. Is it time for a ceasefire? Oh, look, there's a fundamental difference. Israel is going after a group of people who engage in barbarism that is as consequential as the Holocaust. And uh, so I think Israel... Notice, notice how he, A, first of all, avoided the question, correct? Yeah, sure. uh, Which is pretty, pretty spot on uh, in terms of how you're going to handle this situation for, for a U.S. politician. But on top of that, comparing it to the goddamn Holocaust. Yeah, invoking fear trying to compare it to like the biggest most emotional well i you know i haven't clipped enough of these ones because they, they got a little they got a little tedious yeah. but the um comparisons of multiple uh these attacks were multiple 9-11s not just one mm -hmm. uh, as if the it, I, what makes it what makes me laugh about it which i think is so funny is how they're trying to put a numerical value to this right 
it's not just one 9-11, it's several. It's actually four or five 9-11s, if you really think about it. Uh, it just it gets a little insane and tedious. So he, first of all, avoided the question of what they're doing in Israel uh, or the Israeli government's handling this situation, uh, which is not great, right? And I, I feel like you had some clips to go along with that, uh, potentially on some of the some of the uh, atrocities, or, or if not, we'll get into that later. If not, I'm going to keep going. Okay, so we're going to move on from the 60 minutes. Uh, it's pretty much over. Should I let it play through? I got 30 more seconds. What do you think? Up to you. All right, I'll let it play. So it has to respond. They have to go after Hamas. Now, Hamas is a bunch of cowards. They're hiding behind the civilians. They put their, all their, their, their headquarters where civilians are and buildings and the like. But to the extent that they can separate out and avoid, I'm confident the Israelis are going to do everything in their power to avoid the, the killing of innocent civilians. All right. Well, um, it, it did not go well since that Sunday. Uh, <laughs> is that fair to say? I, I think that would be pretty obvious. I to Yeah, I would agree. Um, there's a number of issues. Uh, let's start first with the MSNBC hate all. Uh, fuck it, I'll just play it. Hundreds of people gathered for a vigil last night in Plainfield, Illinois, to mourn the murder of a six-year-old child killed, prosecutors say, because he was Palestinian-American. A 71-year-old man is now in custody. His wife told police that he, quote, listens to conservative talk radio on a regular basis and has been heavily interested in the events that have recently occurred in Israel. Notice how they're pinning us, right? Uh, yeah, they're pinning it of, like setting up oh of course it's conservative well not even that i mean yes and yes entirely that it's portion like, it's of course an extremist it's of course someone that's conservative which is um i mean you can be conservative and crazy but those are not like linked sure you know but I mean? like, but notice okay but notice the pinning right sure court documents say that saturday morning he confronted his tenant a 32 year old palestinian woman berating her over, quote, what was going on in Jerusalem. He then attacked her with a knife, injuring her, murdering her son, stabbing the boy 26 times. Tensions are high across the country right now with sickening echoes of the months sickening. following 9-11. A Department of Homeland Security official tells NBC News it is monitoring a, quote, heightened threat environment, that the intensity has gotten worse. The MP NYPD said it is on high alert, ordering officers to report in full uniform for the rest of this week. In southern Brooklyn last Wednesday, police say a group of attacked three young men as they ate takeout food, shouting F Islam and F Palestine at the victim. <laughs> they're probably, they're probably just, they're, they're, they, this seems like classic New Yorkers, by the way. Yeah. I was going to ask where this, where this was taking place. New York. New York. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So we got, we, again, we got the heightened terrorists mm -hmm. luring around. We got hate all around. Am I correct? Uh, I mean, yeah, so these are taking place in the U.S.? Yes, this is all U.S. Uh, next one. In the U.S., authorities tell NBC News the war has opened the door to extremists looking to incite violence with one official warning of a heightened threat environment. Let's get more now from Maggie Vespa. This is NBC, by the way. Sorry. Tonight, authorities in the U.S. ramping up security amid warnings about potential violence mounting nationwide over the Israel-Hamas war. In New York, the NYPD ordering officers indefinitely to be uniformed and ready to deploy. 
American officials and private analysts telling NBC News extremists are flooding social media with calls for attacks on Jewish communities and other targets in the U.S. and Europe, with groups linked to al-Qaeda and American neo-Nazis seeking to exploit the war, according to intelligence memos obtained by NBC News. A homeland. By the way, okay, so let's, not speaking for all neo-Nazis, I'm just really curious. Do, do neo-Nazis enjoy also a classic Muslim or am I just mistaken that, that, that they're that they're just white supremacists and they only want Americans? Ooh, I think it depends on who you ask. Mm. The, the, the neo-special then, huh? Yeah. Uh, very interesting. Mixed bag on what they actually mixed, ooh, um, ooh, don't say mixed bag, Savannah. Well, that's, what that's, not what, that's not what they like. Not what they want. They're not big fans of that, let's be honest. They want the classic. They want. Hamburger. They want the classic. Yeah. Uh, yes, mustard and mustard and mayo. That's all they want. Yeah. Security official telling NBC News DHS is monitoring a heightened threat environment in the U.S. The FBI also on high alert. We stay laser focused on mitigating laser those threats. Tonight, the NYPD's hate crimes unit asking for the public's help finding this man who they say punched a woman in a subway station Saturday, telling her he did it quote because you are Jewish. This as protests continue across the country. Can you imagine? <laughs> He's probably just stereotyping. Like, oh yeah. What was she wearing? Like the full like Jewish outfit, or does she just have curly hair and thick eyebrows? Is that it? <laughs> well, tell me, Savannah. What does a Jewish person look like? No, I mean stereotyping of what like a what a, a Jew. What Jew knows? Like. Yeah, right. They're, she just have like a bigger nose. They they sell like, insurance. What was it? Yeah. They run the bank. No. What is she like? Scoff at the the. The ticket prices. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Enough of the stereotypes. We're going to move on. We're going to. So this was MBC, MSNBC, NBC, and now we got a good old classic Fox News coming in. Just, day. just to give you guys a wide variety, right? It's not so wide. Obviously, these are the, uh, this is a classic, this is a classic U.S. media, but every, it doesn't matter which side of the political spectrum you're on. It doesn't matter. In the end of the day, it's it's uh, it's all going to shit. Meanwhile, here at home in the United States, FBI Director Christopher Wray yesterday warned the bureau is seeing a spike in domestic threats. We've got to be on the lookout, especially for lone actors who may take inspiration from recent events to commit violence of their own. Here with what that means for Americans, former FBI special agent Nicole Parker. Nicole, thanks for uh, joining us today from Miami. Thank you. Uh, you know, we're, Christopher Ray is talking about look out for lone actors. It look just out. takes one person. It just takes one person who thinks that they have been activated by the home office, and next thing you know, it's trouble. That's right. Um, it's obviously a very huge concern right now and all hands on deck across the FBI and in all of law enforcement and intelligence agencies. It is the FBI's top priority to protect the United States from a terrorist attack. Um, I was there the morning of September 11th and I can tell you it, it definitely hits home for me. And it's extremely important that resources are now shifted. We've heard a lot about domestic terrorism in the last several years. And right now the FBI, I'm sure, is heavily focusing and shifting resources over to international terrorism. Day. I, why do I feel like this? Now, we were too young at that point to really pay attention. Uh, I'm sure 9-11 was used before, though, right? It had to be. Before as like a comparison. As a comparison, yeah. I imagine it, it, I mean, that only seems natural. I feel like that's that's like well, because it's the thing that hits the closest home to you. I guess. 
it's everybody understands like the emotion attached to 9 11 well, in the US. Someone did finally pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, sorry. Ooh. Ah, I didn't mean that. Should I cut that out? <laughs> Shit. Well, what do you mean pull the trigger? Did they pull an actual trigger? Sky News. Hello, good evening. Authorities in Belgium have raised the terror alert level to its highest in the capital after two people were shot dead in central Brussels. In a statement, UEFA said in the last few minutes, following a suspected terrorist attack in Brussels this evening, it has been decided after consultation with the two teams and the local police authorities that the UEFA Euro 2024 qualifying match between Belgium and Sweden is abandoned. All right. So, yeah, actual trigger. Actual trigger. Osro. Yeah. Ooh. Well, that one, I mean, that that is obviously terrible. Uh, yeah. Uh, th- all jokes aside, that is that is pretty atrocious. Um, I I don't. There hasn't been much information outside of that that killing. Uh, so I am I am pretty curious. Like what led to it? What led to it? I mean, it it, it is. I haven't seen the video. Mm-hmm. I haven't been able to find it. Um, much like we haven't been able to find any of the beheadings. Yeah, but then it's like, you know, is there some kind of censorship in terms of showing those? Like, I don't. I don't know. Murders. I mean, and then yeah. That's why we haven't seen it, or have we not seen it because it's, you know, maybe it doesn't exist. I don't know. That kind of feeds into the conspiracy theory around there, right? What conspiracy theory, Savannah? Well, that this is just all propaganda, and that nobody has actually been. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying. Oh, I disagree. Way, Someone, saying, people are dying. No, 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 no. I, 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 I agree. I'm just saying the re- maybe the reason we haven't seen videos is because it is so atrocious and they can't actually publicize But it. they did that before. We, we got to see ISIS but, beheadings. I know, but like maybe then there's a thing about against it. No, I don't know. Anyway, I doubt it. Okay. I disagree. Uh, I'm sure it's out there. May, uh, maybe I could be wrong. Maybe your web search is not dark enough. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah. I could buy that. Uh, what else do I got? One more. F- I got more of these Fox ones. I still. I'm on the scare tactic. If you mind me just riding out this wave a little bit, that'd be fine. Yeah, sure. All right, I'll blow my load now. I got a little bit more of other. Yeah. I got smaller loads, but this is my biggest one. Big really, th- these aren't that. These we're not looking too far into it. Unfortunately, I, I would say given the time frame, we're doing our best here. But it it is the my my point to this is that it, it is. Um, we are being spun up if we're, if I'm being honest with you, I'm sure, I'm sure your family has sent something. I'm sure my dad has opinions right now about how we should handle the situation. It seems like everyone is, is a bit on edge that, that, that's my interpretation well, of this. I and mean, and they're pushing us to feel on edge, correct? Of course. I mean, and this doesn't mean that like these events are not, we don't need to apologize. Terrible. No one's listening. Come no, on. No, no, no. <laughs> no, but I'm also thinking like, because there's been issues between the two, um, I was going to say countries, but that's the whole point. Um, Come <laughs> on. The issue is that it, it's like a generational thing now is that this has been a super long history and these th- it's been back and forth for so long that it makes sense that everybody feels like there's a tie to it or like an emotion towards it. And so it makes sense that the media would then, I mean, especially solely focusing on this event and so they got to find a spin to it like you were saying um 
I lost my entire. Time. I, I know I could hear it, so I'm. I'm. You 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 lost me, so we're gonna move on. So long, They've been like okay. You could you could summarize it quickly. They have been at war since biblical times. Yeah. Okay. I was just trying to. We're moving on. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. In the United States. Yeah. Uh, don't look away. What is happening at that border? While we are watching what is happening over there, as Griff was reporting, CBP apprehensions in the last 14 days at the southern border included 30 Iranians, 60 Syrians, 30 Pakistanis, 100 plus Russians, 285 Afghans, 2,000 Chinese, and more. Um, just to keep track of what we know of, right, Chris? That's part of the point here. Um, meanwhile, there right. are cities on high alert all over the country right now. Uh, New York City is taking additional precautions. Uh, Washington, D.C., San Francisco, Los Angeles, Boston, Miami-Dade County. A lot of these cities were already dealing with uh, increased threats to begin with. Um, but obviously, this escalating crisis in the Middle East is raising homeland securities in these big American cities. Another video had Portland, which I thought was really funny. I just, I, I find it hard to imagine that Portland, Portland's on heightened security. Oh, since when have they cared so much about what the issues are going on currently? I imagine uh, a lot of protests. Um, right, but what they're blaming it on is, is immigration, right? Immigration with Portland? Well, that's what they're saying, that the heightened... Do I need to replay the video? Uh, okay, no. all right, you sure? I'm going to do it again, because you clearly weren't listening. In the United States. Yeah, uh, don't look away what is happening at that border while we are watching what is happening over there. As Griff was reporting, CBP apprehensions in the last 14 days at the southern border included 30 Iranians, 60 Syrians, 30 Pakistanis, 100 plus Russians, 285 Afghans, 2,000 Chinese, and more. Um, just to keep track of what we know of, right, Chris? That's part of the point here. Um, meanwhile, there right. are cities on high alert all over the country right now. Uh, New York City is taking additional precautions. Uh, Washington, D.C., San Francisco, Los Angeles, Boston, Boston. Miami-Dade County. A lot of these cities were already dealing with uh, increased threats to begin with. Um, but obviously, this escalating crisis in the Middle East is raising homeland securities in these big American cities. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to say something controversial here. I think, I think our intelligence services took their eye off the ball They've been, they've been touting domestic, domestic terrorist organizations, right-wing extremists, as the greatest threat to the homeland. That never was and never will be the greatest threat to this homeland. It will always be international terrorism. These groups have play a long game, and we've seen it you know, across the years here. They're always mm -hmm. going to target America and, and try to kill American citizens wherever they can find them. I don't know how many instances there have been of terrorists crossing the U.S. border. Uh, as of now, I haven't heard anything, uh, nor have I in the past. Plenty of migrants going across. We, we know plenty of that. But outside of that, I, I have not seen that amount of, of terrorism coming through the southern. That was like the day of rage, right? They're supposed to be arriving through the, like Hamas is at the border currently. Like they swam across and, and made it over to Texas. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It, so, that so one, that one was more of like a, a, a bit of a, throwing it around like it's just it's trying to heighten it even more of what the the terrorist level threats are basically everywhere right so would that okay i we played it twice but like oh you still don't get it help me no i mean so help me. they're trying to get at is that the fear of international terrorists crossing the border 
and that and the Chinese apparently 2000 of them yeah um so those numbers of people that they were going through those are people that they have apprehended at the southern border i think that's what they said yeah so those are people who are trying to cross and so they're bringing up the issue of people trying to cross in and that they could be international terrorists chinese 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 yeah uh, uh syrians uh, well they might <laughs> Yeah, it's a little plausible from Chinese. Yeah, the Chinese felt kind of random. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Mexicans. Yeah. Over what time frame too? Like. Uh, right. There's ever. So, ever. All. All time. All of time, only two thousand Chinese. Not bad. Pretty that's good number. Good. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why they would cross at the southern border. It's cheaper. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I got a few more. Uh, do you have anything to jump in before I keep going? Well. N- not in regards to what you've already talked about. Okay. So I'm yeah, we're I'm this is what I was mentioning to you earlier. I'm, I'm I've clearly steered away too far, but I've just I was so perplexed by the amount of information I kept seeing of of yeah. just scare tactics, scare t- like you just freaking people out. Hole. It's not even a rabbit hole, it's not. Uh it, it's it's just I kept clicking on the same video essentially. That's a rabbit hole. Not really. Another deadly. Day. I made a dent. I didn't. I didn't even go down a hole. I just. I. I, I saw a little food and I. I took a bite. You sniffed As Israelis. Whatever. Prime Minister vowed to quote crush and destroy Hamas. The war has already claimed at least 2,300 lives on both sides. Now this report comes with a warning about graphic details and images. As we begin the sixth day of fighting, it is now Thursday. The 12th. The Israel Defense Forces providing its daily update in the war against Hamas. The scenes are out of a zombie movie. Family photos strewn among the wreckage. The Israeli government choosing to release raw barbaric images like this one tweeted by Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu showing a child's bedroom ransacked and bloody. The caption? Hamas is worse than ISIS. It's the first time that Israel really um, showed this kind of a picture because this time this attack is very different from other attacks. The Consul General of Israel. Okay, so I, I wanted to I wanted to point this out. So this uh, let, let's hear this back just a little bit. The first time that no, Israel. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu <clears throat> showing a child's bedroom ransacked and bloodied. The caption. Hamas is worse than ISIS. Yeah, it's the first time that Israel really um, showed this kind of a picture because this time this attack is very different from other attacks. Hamas is worse than ISIS. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I just I think that's funny. I think that's funny because the same issue, the same the same notion. Savannah, who bombed the towers? Let's do a little history lesson. Ooh. We know it's the government. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> U.S. government, CIA. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, it was a Middle Eastern country. Good job, but can can I, you name them? Uh, ooh, uh, ooh, uh, ooh, uh, okay, we're gonna move on. Uh, Blast from the Past is the name of the clip. We turn to Bobby Ghosh, managing editor Bobby of Gosh. the Business News website. This is five years ago, by the way. Courts, Bobby. Good morning. Morning, Bobby. You, you say ISIS is worse than Al Qaeda. Why? It's the level of savagery. Um, Al Qaeda attacked attacked us, and there was one really large. Uh, attack that killed a lot of people but these guys are much much more <laughs> systematic they're much more ruthless much more brutal and now these guys don't fuck around these, these are some serious motherfuckers right here so okay so it's the idea that it's always compared to every 
there's always a bigger fish, right? Yeah, it, and that's always the one that you're currently dealing with. Correct. It, I don't know. I just thought that was fun. And this the, this portion of what I have right now is is it's not much, but uh, it was just funny seeing all this because they're they're really oh, man, they're really trying to freak you out. Of course. Yeah. It, I mean, especially mm-hmm. with all of the, it's always about kids too. Is like they're all, you know the photos are showing a kid's bedroom. Uh, the photos from the hospitals or videos from the hospitals are always of kids, you know, because um, that garners the most uh, not sympathy, but like the the you know, sympathy. The, yeah, the, the idea of a child being hurt or killed is like, oh, it, anything against whoever did that is completely justified. Correct. Barbarians. Um, and to uh, sort of wrap it up, um. Well, actually, I'll save that clip. I'll wait. So, uh, that's all I had at the moment that I that's thought that was the bigger load. I just thought was fun. I probably could have taken a few of those clips off. That's fine. Um, but it, just the general gist. Yeah, they're just trying to freak us out. That's all. I'm just getting at. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm surprised we didn't overlap at all. Yeah, I know we wouldn't. I, I told you I was really off. So, <laughs> go for it. Okay. Well, I wanted to kind of talk about the more recent events that have happened, uh, of course, of Israel. So um, I wanted to start with the hospital explosion in Gaza. Um, Can you do a jihad rocket? According to the Israeli military, an Islamic jihad rocket was fired toward Israel. It fell short inside the Gaza Strip, landing in that hospital yard and killing hundreds of Palestinians. Again, that is according to the Israelis. Hamas, the group in control of Gaza, blaming Israel for the explosion. So Israel announces that there's a rocket explosion in the hospital, and they immediately blame it's a misfire. Yeah. Um, And and, and they're probably right. But how do they know that, right? Um, There was an article that, there's several articles. And uh, there's an audio clip, too. Well, I don't know if that's true either, because one of those videos was so. Uh, okay, go go on. I, I will I contest what you're saying. For it. I, uh, yeah, and I th- I think I know which one you're playing. It's just the next one down. Okay, Jihad Rocket supporting the evidence. <laughs> wow, <laughs> boy, you're a fucking FBI agent here, aren't I'm a, you? I'm a wizard. You're a wizard. So the Israelis have a variety of intelligence inside the Gaza Strip and above the Gaza Strip when they're gathering using drones and other pieces of sensitive equipment. Just to give you a sense of how often rockets misfire inside Gaza, it's about 30% of the time. One time we were in Gaza City in 2019, and Islamic Jihad fired a barrage of rockets at Israel. One of them slammed into the building next to ours in Gaza City. And immediately, Hamas and Islamic Jihad came out and blamed Israel. But upon further investigation by our team, it was clear this was a misfire. So this is certainly a plausible explanation by the Israelis. But again, more information will come out in the hours ahead, and we do expect to learn more about what exactly took place and what type of evidence the Israelis have. So that's Fox News reporting. So they apparently have seen firsthand that um, rocket misfires happen. That's That makes sense, right? That checks out, right? I, I don't know. So they just said I mean, they, they have, have evidence? I didn't. Did you see it? Yeah, so apparently Israel said that they have they have surveillance. Um, oh, but you can't. You, okay, but you can't go right. But they haven't shared that. Fo- oh, okay. They ha- okay. Go on. No, Sorry. That's what I'm, the report just said. Go on. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Con- drones yeah. And they have surveillance, and that's why they were able to determine that it was a misfire, and it wasn't. They swear up and down that it was not them. They did not 
shoot the hospital. Okay. Okay. So when they reported that explosion, they reported that there were, I think it was a little over 400 deaths um, from the hospital. Um, Gruesome, right? I mean. Okay, yes, gruesome. So you would think that it hit the actual building Mm -hmm. to kill that many people. Can you play hospital explosion? This is from Sky News. <laughs> your your setups are. Well, it doesn't it doesn't help that hospi- you're controlling the video. Hospitals. Uh, no, that's fine. I'm not upset. It just it was funny. Just yeah. go. Just say go explode. Go hospital explosion. Let's go for hospital explosion. Sky sure, News. it's like you're playing Jeopardy. Okay. These pictures are from the Israeli Defense Forces, but there's no reason <clears> to disbelieve <throat> these pictures. The crater is quite small. Uh, lot smaller than you might expect. The cars that have been blown up uh, by the missile are there, but all of the other cars have burned out. They've not been thrown around. Uh, they've not been displaced. Most of them are still in their parking spaces. The windows in the buildings are still in, around. There's not a lot of uh, evidence of great shrapnel damage elsewhere. So this explosion um, clearly was extremely serious. How it's killed over 400 people, I strain to see, to be honest. If these people were somehow camped out in the car park, it will have been very deadly, but perhaps not as deadly as we are being told by Hamas. Meanwhile, the Israelis have got a very strong circumstantial case, which they're putting to the world. Most independent analysts are inclined to believe it, but Hamas clearly don't, and Hamas will, at some point, I imagine, produce their version of the evidence, and we'll see where that takes us. So how I interpreted that clip, so what he's describing is that the hospital explosion actually took place in the parking lot of the hospital. And there's, uh, from that video with Sky News, he's describing a picture, the video that Israel released of it, and it's (coughs) a small parking lot, I don't know, less than 100 cars? Not even. Not even. No, it's like 12. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. My estimations are way off. Um. But there's, like, a handful of cars that are actually affected by it. And the the windows in the surrounding buildings are not even touched. There's laundry hanging that's not touched. Like, there's cars in the back lot that are not really touched at all. The cars have not moved. So it seems suspicious that how did that many people, why is that number being reported? So how many people died again? It's been reported that it's about 400, I think. As of today, um, yeah, I I don't I don't know. <clears throat> with it, I mean that the size of that parking lot is small. Yeah, so it would be like a doctor's clinic parking Shh. lot. Doctor's so clinic. like, unless there was a huge crowd of people in the parking lot. I mean, it very also, well could be Savannah. No, I that I I could buy that too. But there's no bodies. In those images, they might have removed them by then. Four hundred. There's no spots where bodies would have been. Do you know what I mean? I mean, the buildings, the apartment buildings that are around there, the windows are completely intact. There's not even, like, char against the paint or anything. Uh, Char against the paint. that's the video that Israel released. Yeah, okay, so the video that they shared ended up getting pulled. Why? Uh, Because the timestamp didn't correlate, which is... So it wasn't of the hospital? No. What? So why would they release that claiming it's of the hospital? Great question. I don't know. So then did the hospital actually explode? Yes, it did get hit, but it was probably hit by by Palestine's guys. Palestine guys. No, I know, but why would they release the wrong video? Why do you think? Spell it out. I really want you to be like, oh, and then you say, I don't get it. No, 
the, the, so they they released it to to play the I mean essentially what they did because this was removed from Twitter I, uh, or X pardon the parking me parking lot video no the the missile firing the a video of the missile firing uh huh how did they get that on video they they well there's uh, I think it was Al Jazeera that had a live cam and they record so I did you read the article I sent you yeah the India Today no okay. Yeah, you should read that. You should have read that. Um, anything I send you, just give it a give it a give it a look. Sees um, variety of things. Um, I'm not going to go through this all because I'd have to read the entire thing. <clears throat> but I feel like this is fairly credible, given that it's it's in India. I don't under, I don't imagine how they're going to have uh, too much care in the world of which which argument plays out. Um, Footage from live stream Al Jazeera and surveillance camera f- camera footage from Native Hassara released by the IDF independently verified the geolocation incident. The live stream revealed three illuminated structures amongst the darkness in northern Gaza. The India Today uh, OSNET team identified as the medical rehab, uh, the hospital that we're, we're speaking of. Uh, the second video shared by Al Jazeera, which provided a close up of the rocket strike. Uh, check your signal. I sent it to you, by the way. Uh, the rocket strike, the architectural features of the hospital building perfectly matched up with the images of, uh, this hospital available on Google, uh, to pinpoint the precise blast location. We also identified neighboring buildings to the hospital, prominent trees within the vicinity. Uh, and then there shows various photos of, of this. Lo- they geolocated where this hit was, um, going to the surveillance footage captured by the, by this live feed. Uh, which shows large barrage of rockets being launched in direction opposite of the POV, which is likely emerging from northern Gaza. This Slavo was followed by significant explosions occurring between the two locations, presumably resulting of a misfire. Further to corroborate our findings, we revisited the appearance of previous sites that have been subjected to Israeli rocket strikes in Gaza. The high-resolution satellites captured by Maxar Technologies a week before showed a Watton Tower in Gaza, in ruins after a retaliatory, retaliatory aerial strike by Israel, leaving extensive damage to the building. However, from the images and video of the hospital surfacing online, there seems to be no visible signs of large craters in the parking lot or any substantial damage to the buildings close up. By these signs, it makes the aerial bombing theory less plausible. I know, but why did Israel release the video of the hospital? I don't. I, I don't understand that. No, that that was the I hospital. don't know. And and they never they never fully allowed. So even if we're trying to prove, I don't even know if we're trying to prove anything. The I the, just, the, the it's point. Funny I, I, that Sky News is pointing out that it this seems weird. Yeah. No. And I I guess I agree with that sentiment. I maybe maybe I took your 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 theory. It sounded more that you thought uh, something was at play. Versus no, the I fact mean, that I, I don't I don't think we know entirely what's happening. No, it's it's no, pretty no. evident. I, it, and it does, yeah, and like, I mean, it, it doesn't make sense because why release it if it completely contradicts? And they and they pulled it themselves. That was what's funny about I know. it. No, and and they yes. So then and then but they don't verify it beforehand, so make sure that's the right spot. And then that's what all of the news outlets are going off of, right? But then why post this video that contradicts the idea of all these deaths, you know? I don't know. And what Israel would be getting out of it is that, hey, look, 
they killed more people, more justified to. There was also that, right? there was it also more more deaths. It just adds to the death toll. There was also uh, apparently phone call audio between two. Again, I don't. I just don't know. This is what's weird about it. I I just I have no idea. But there was apparently t- two uh, jihadists on the phone saying like you fucked up. You hit one misfired. Um, how do they get that? off the phone like how do they get that conversation again it goes back to this idea that how is this wall in you know all of a sudden become impenetrable when when israel has some of the strongest surveillance technology on the planet yeah for the first attack right so it's like they happen to get this this footage but they let someone in through the wall with a goddamn bulldozer just like these things don't seem to line up yeah they can tell when a rocket's been misfired correct but they can't tell that a giant tanks are coming towards. Not even tanks. Uh, people walking. People walking. Like cars. Right. Yeah. Uh, it just seems odd. Um, but the, the last fact that Sky News is pointing it out, I thought was um, interesting. Based on what I... Okay, so this is... Um, let's see. The, the, the practicing... Okay, hold on. Um, oh, I need to scroll down. Okay. Um... Earlier, an IDF spokesperson stressed the large number of misfired rockets fired from Gaza. These rockets fell short of Israel and have caused Palestinian casualties during this war. We have counted approximately 450 rockets that misfired and fell inside Gaza. Uh, Again, these are homemade rockets, correct? Uh, Palestinian Palestinian civilians pay the price of that, he added. On the other hand, Israel claimed to have dropped 6,000 bombs weighing 4,000 tons on Gaza in the first six days. Uh, I, I mean, that's an insane amount. I've heard, and I don't have a source for this, but it just in general media. I've, I've, no, no, no. I've, TikTok. I've, I've heard, no, I just like in news articles. I've heard it being compared that Israel has dropped enough bombs in Gaza to be equivalent to a the Hiroshima attack. Oh yeah, you you you're reading the uh, the article I sent of uh, Seymour Hirsch. I, I've seen it in multiple places. Actually. Yeah, and and I think that's fair. I mean, they're 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 truly leveling the place. And yeah, and um, I mean, I can go into uh my next. Well, l- yes, and let me finish. Uh, let me finish this last bit of sentence. The other uh the other side has fired a substantial number of rockets towards Israel too. In the event of war, rockets misfiring and bombs missing their targets are very common. Given the large volume of attacks, both theories could still be plausible, and only uh, a detailed in- investigation would provide conclusive uh, conclusive verdict. That's all I had to say on that but, last bit. I mean, does an investigation even matter at this point? Yeah, because people did die. Uh, they did. They did shoot an area that's, in most cases, in all cases, uh, inhumane, right? Yes, but like in moving forward in this war does the result of who who was responsible matter in what is done next i I don't think it does okay i I, think it's going to get driven forward regardless well sure but but invest some investigation will happen Uh, yeah sure okay so that's the point okay all right uh what's your next clip well i mean (laughs) shoot (laughs) shoot uh, <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, you mentioned that Israel's been dropping bombs. Bombs. On uh, the strip for a bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're not meaning to laugh. It's just, I know, uh, that was terrible, funny. But yeah. <laughs> okay, what do you got? What do you want to play? 
Well, okay, so Israel did try to um, make an attempt to, you know, as they've said multiple times, to protect civilians, right? Um, so they've, uh, they called for uh, evacuations um, from northern Gaza, which reaches up to the Lebanon border. Nope. Good That's, job. No, yes. you did it. Okay, wow. Nice I job. You guessed. That, no, 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 no. I, Egypt is south of uh, Gaza. And Lebanon is north. What's to and the west and to east? The, to the west is ocean. You sure? Of Gaza. Okay. Play me your clip. I realize we're, we're running short on time. And to the west is uh, either Jordan or Saudi Arabia. Boy. Boy, was that off? Boy, was that off. Ooh. Okay. Okay. So what are your clips? While okay. I look up where, so where this is at. is um, UN. Oh, okay. The only UN one. Sorry. Now, the UN is accusing Israel of showing a flagrant disregard for the lives of civilians after it bombed a Gaza school where thousands were sheltering, killing at least six people. It says no place is safe in the crowded strip, which is rapidly running out of food, water, fuel and medical supplies to treat its 12,000 wounded. Four days ago, Israel told Gazans to move south for their own safety, but today it bombed just outside the cities of Khan Yunis and Rafah, where hundreds of thousands have taken shelter, killing dozens of people. Hopes of a US plan to secure safe passage for aid to come into Gaza via Egypt's Rafah crossing have so far come to nothing. It remains shut a week after closing because of the airstrikes. Gaza's health ministry says those strikes have now killed around 3,000 people, almost a third of them children. That's more than double the number Hamas killed in its attacks on Israel. And so this sounds very anti-Israel. Yeah. Well, who's the source? Uh, that's a... You didn't write these down? No, I do have it. I do have it. Um, Channel uh... 4 News. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. The British are kind of in a, in a weird kerfuffle because they're the ones that kind of fucked this up. Yeah, to begin with. Yeah, so they're in a bit of a. They're a bit, well, you know, they got. Well, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do about it? Fuck. Um. Well, anyways, I mean, the UN, the UN, the UN, UN, <laughs> the UN has been against all of the evacuations, the ideas, because it seems very anti-humanitarian. Um, could be more harm than good, as we talked about last episode. Um, and I mean. It, uh, this is so this is also saying that Israel has bombed and killed more than Gaza or than Hamas has. Um, mm, which, yeah. yeah, it's very uneven. Right. And then Israel is making all these claims that they would go to whatever measures to protect all the civilians. But then they move the civilians, tell the civilians to evacuate to south, which is to the Rafa border, which borders Egypt. Um, but then they they bomb that area, right? So right. it's all these civilians. And so the whole point of evacuating northern Gaza was to clear it out of civilians. So it's just the Hamas left in the tunnels. Um, and I don't think I have an audio clip for this, but maybe I do. But um, I got Rafa border crossing. Yeah. So the whole Netanyahu long was, war. The idea behind the evacuations was that they wanted to bomb, you know, evacuate all the civilians, bomb, and then move in the military to then clear out the tunnels mm -hmm. right um but then so no civilians would be harmed that's the whole point um but now so most people are at the rafa border right 
so you can play that one. And uh, there is, according to uh, U.S. officials, Egyptian officials, a deal. And that the deal is supposed to have begun already, uh, but it, it hasn't been implemented. The, the border crossing for right now is still closed. There are hundreds of families, including Palestinian Americans, who are waiting at that border crossing on the Gaza side. Uh, they thought they were going to be going through today. But it hasn't happened yet. Uh, and on the other side, on the Egyptian side of the border, there's humanitarian aid sitting there, uh, food and water that is supposed to go in. So these people are waiting to cross. They've been told by Israel to go to the border. You'll get safe passage. There was talks of a deal with Egypt to open up the border. But Egypt doesn't want to open up their border because they don't want refugees. Well, they can't afford them. Yeah, exactly. So then what happens when they open the border? So and it's so it's all it's just the civilians are just they're just stuck. right? Mm. And Israel's not really staying true to the word that it, they'll stay in northern Gaza in terms of the bombing. There's no supplies. There's no aid. And then now there are more evacuations called for. Uh, if you want to play Israel evacuations. With MSNBC. Israel has announced it's going to evacuate 28 communities in northern Israel as well along the Lebanese border. So you're going to have uh, quite soon two parts of this country, uh, the northern border and the southern border, both declared closed military zones out of fear that uh, Hamas could be firing rockets uh, or fire even more rockets uh, and, 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 and artillery from the Gaza Strip and that Hezbollah in, in the north could intensify its barrages. So we have Hamas in Gaza, the Gaza Strip, um, and the Rafa border. We have the uh, Lebanese border, which I forget the border crossing name, um, from the north. And then there's also talks of a potential third part of this war, which takes place in the West Bank. Oh. Unfortunately, I don't have an audio clip for that. <laughs> oh, maybe I do, actually. Um, Middle East grouping. This is from Sky News. <laughs> And in the more general uh, context, to think about the region as a whole, what the Americans are trying to do is to keep Jordan and Egypt involved, keep them in oh, the wait, process because they're very important. Okay. Keep Iran. All right, well. Sorry. I skipped ahead. But, um, no, so now there's three parts to this. Um, the West Bank, from what I've seen, is it's, it's said to be a security issue. Um, I don't know what that means. <laughs> You need to read. I know. No, no, no. But do you have you heard about this with the West Bank? Yeah, it's like a. Oh, I could fuck this up. It's like a protected heritage site no, to I know, some extent. What do, you, what do they mean a security issue that this would be so big that it would become a three part war? Oh, because I, I, I think they don't want them to enter. <laughs> I think they, they've always I think the West Bank's always had security issues. Oh, to enter, enter Israel or just in general, it's always had issues. Wait, um, OK, dumb question. Is the West Bank not part of Israel? It is. Yeah, that's what I thought. So then enter where? Like further west? Well, I think they don't want more Israelis. Uh, hang on. Uh, 450,000. See, now I'm exposing that I don't know anything either. Yeah. 450,000 Israeli settlers live in the West Bank, excluding East Jerusalem over... Uh, okay, so it appears... Who owns the West Bank, I guess, is the bigger question. 
Sorry. Uh, Owns it? It's under the authority. Oh, it's Palestinian Authority. Okay, that makes sense. Um, the, mostly the West Bank uh, is administered by Israel through 42% of its of it is under varying degree of, of autonomous rule by uh, some Palestinian authorities. So it's it's split, essentially. Um, okay. This is a two-state solution that's not working. Or and or sites that should remain uh, untouched, but it's it's also in dispute. So according to the Guardian, the security issue is a clash between Palestinian protesters and Israeli security forces, um, and this has been since the uh, Gaza uh, evacuation orders. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess the well, I mean the Israeli military is sitting around the border of the gaza strip right um waiting to go in and so i guess they would be sitting in the west bank yeah and so then it's a it's a clash so yeah and i guess especially since it's mostly um israeli uh like settlers is what you said is mostly makes up the population of west bank Mm -hmm. so then yeah they would be palestinian wait palestinian protesters meaning pro-Palestine yeah they're they're protesting the atrocities that are happening going on right now ah okay yeah there you go yeah putting it all together buddy it's a okay so it's like an internal clash sounds like you need to do a little homework and so do I yeah I mean this was I that was the first place that I just saw that there was a third part to this um but it sounds like, I mean, that's always been the case, and it's just people clashing who just are stuck in this area. <laughs> right? I mean, it's the, yeah, anyways. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm just making shit up. Man, yeah. Jeez, dude. <laughs> All right. You're going to, okay. yeah. All right. I'm, I'm going to play something because I, I think I need to give you a break. Let your brain okay. uh, sort of sizzle down. Uh, I got a little bit of democracy now. A little bit of a lefty, uh, pretty hard left. Uh, a, a channel, but they gave a long list of what's going on. Welcome to Democracy Now! Democracy Now! I do now. love that intro music. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the game show, Democracy Now! Welcome to Democracy Now! DemocracyNow.org, the War and Peace Report. I'm Amy Goodman. <laughs> In Gaza, another half a million people, one quarter of its population, have fled their homes in the past few days as Israel bombards the besieged enclave for the tenth straight day and amidst an anticipated ground invasion. Last week, Israel ordered 1.1 million residents of northern Gaza to evacuate to the south a virtually impossible task, which would also constitute the war crime of forcible transfer. On Friday, Hamas officials said 70 people, mostly women and children, were killed when Israeli airstrikes hit convoys that were attempting to flee Gaza City. Over 2,800 Palestinians have been killed since Israel's assault began. Over 10,000 have been wounded. Palestinian health officials say 47 families have been entirely removed from the Gaza civil registry, meaning those families no longer have any remaining members. This is a Khan Yunus resident whose home was destroyed in Israeli air. All right, we get the point. Uh, yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's hard. So I, I think what we should be getting into this, right, I think the main purpose of um, of these, uh, it's it's turning to a conundrum where it's, it's Israel's... 
bad on both sides. It's bad on both sides, but it's worse on Israel. It, it really is. And like the, going into this at the very beginning, it seemed very like, you know, Hamas is just terrible. Israel's doing whatever they can. Now it's just like, I mean, a war crime to forcibly move people like for the evaluate evacuations. That's a war crime. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, it's pretty nuts. And so it just seems like they're just going to extreme lengths and people don't support it anymore. Correct. Well, um, do you have a clip? Um, Well, I mean, there is still some support for Israel. Well, there's protests everywhere, though, in the U.S., it seems like Uh, colleges have have turned off their they thems uh, and are now pro-Palestine. Now, I don't have any clips of that, but it is pretty unusual that it's like. Virtually everywhere you go, aside from the Palestinians, right, protesting themselves, it's every college campus is now pro, pro Palestine, anti Israel. Correct. Yeah, which is yeah, that's it's been a switch. Bit of a switch. Um, there not is, uncommon though, I guess that they've always been kind of on that side. Yeah, it just depends on whoever's <clears throat> worse at the time. Right? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, long-standing support has been through the U.S. government for Correct. Israel, and that's Good. still very publicly um, apparent. Uh, through Biden, so um, you got a Biden. Well, I had a little like you have a Biden uh, support of this. Okay, so, <laughs> go on. Yeah, I mean, so Israel obviously wants allies for this, and they well, they have to, allies. They have allies, but they want to make sure their allies stay allies, right? I mean, I would imagine it, everything right now is kind of turning anti-Israel. In the sense of like they're going to the extreme, so I mean, okay, you could just play the net. Uh, oh my gosh! Net- Come on, net Netanyahu. Just go BB. That's what I've been writing. BB the long war. BB long war. Yeah. BB Longhorn. Sorry. It's a long war, and we'll need your continuous support. Continuous support. There'll be ups and downs. There'll be difficulties. The people here are united. They're prepared to take the necessary action. I've never seen the people of Israel as united, more united than they are now. But we need that unity across the board and continuous support as we prosecute and win this just war. You know who else was pretty united? It was so close to being done. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> this barbarians. Against the modern barbarians. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Go with your little joke. You know, you know who else was pretty united after a certain event? The Americans. And guess what event that was? The Holocaust. Ah, Savannah. <laughs> no. 9-11. 9-11. Come on, man. Get with the program. I understand. Okay. Yeah, that, that, is, so, that is exactly what he's looking for. Yeah, he's, 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 he's looking for loyalty, right? Through his allies, he's looking for unity, looking for support. So that support comes through Biden segue into audio clip and uh standing strong standing united and uh i want you to know you're not alone you are not alone as i emphasized earlier we will continue to have israel's back as you work to defend your people um and good short clip yeah right see i got better go on just take it just move on um, so that support was apparent when Biden visited Israel, and the point behind that meeting was with the Israeli Prime Minister, and I believe it was with Jordan. Um, no. 
Yeah, I think Jordan was a part of that. They no, they no, they canceled the meeting with Jordan. Canceled, but they were, it was going to be a meeting with Israel, Jordan, and. Uh, but Jordan wasn't there. It, but it got canceled anyways because of the hospital bombing. Cor- correct, but Jordan wasn't there. You said Jordan was there. Well, uh, no, I said that there was the intention of Jordan being a part of it. Do I need to go back? No, I have a clip. No, okay. Middle East grouping, Sky News. One of you Canadians, if I'm wrong, let me know. Again, send, send us a message via podcast 2.0 apps. Tell us who's right. uh, pleb to pleb, uh, PLBE, or PLB, PLEB, the number two, PLEB dot podcast at gmail.com. What was the next clip? Sorry. <laughs> Middle East grouping, Sky ah. News. The last one. And in the more general uh, context, to think about the region as a whole, what the Americans are trying to do is to keep Jordan and Egypt involved, keep them in the process because they're very important, to keep Iran and Syria and Iraq out of the process and to draw into the process uh, states like Qatar and the United Arab Emirates and Saudi Arabia who've got the pull in different parts of the Arab world and the money to make something work in a new uh, state of Gaza for the Palestinians. But there are a lot of moving parts. This crisis is spinning out of control. If anyone can draw these moving parts together, it has to be the United States. We'll see. What do they do? It's almost done. It was, it was at the end. It's almost done. Oh, my gosh. That's why Biden was in the region today. Okay. Literally two seconds. Yes, he was in the region. And they met. And I have a clip for that. Oh, they were able to finally meet. Well, yeah, we already know that. This is, again, we're a little late to the news, but we're only going to do this once a week, folks. Uh, Biden and Bibi, the other team. I was deeply saddened and outraged by the... Uh, this might have been the same interview, by the way. So they're, they're a little overlap, like a pinky, pinky worth. Explosion at the hospital in Gaza yesterday. And based on what I've seen, it appears as though it was done by the other team, not, not you. But there's a lot of people out there. Not you, baby. You've never heard me <laughs> the, like that. The other, team, <laughs> the other team. The other team did it. Not you, babe. Not you, baby. Oh, BB. Can you guys say BB? Not you, BB. <laughs> sure. So we've got, got to overcome a lot of things. And it also means encouraging, life-saving uh, capacity to help the Palestinians who are innocent caught in the middle of this. Israel as they respond to these attacks, it seems to me that uh, have to continue to ensure that you have what you need to defend yourselves. And uh, we're going to make sure that occurs, as you know. And we have to also bear in mind that Hamas does not represent all the Palestinian people. And uh, it has brought them only suffering. Okay. Maybe that initial, that last bit of it wasn't too important, but... Um, there is a bit of a conundrum. Uh, obviously, they're looking for support. Um, should I play? Do you have anything else you wanted to mention? If not, I might wrap this up. I might wrap uh, this puppy up. Well. Well. Okay. Well, no. you're taking too long. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> uh, so in turn, what happens? Uh, again, this might be a bit of an issue, uh, considering the president arrived into an area where. Uh, as mentioned before by democracy now as as we with uh with with uh what's her name a- amy goodman bit of an annoying one yeah, the game show host. uh so here we go nbc oh hold on sorry bitch oh no damn it that's a tragedy huh fuck 
Uh, hang on. I have no. I got it. I got it. Maybe. Today, thousands taken to the streets all across the Arab world protesting Israel and the United States in response to the deadly hospital blast in Gaza yesterday. Despite Israel's insistence, it was a misfired rocket from terrorists that was responsible for all that carnage. Now, these were just some of the scenes out of Jordan, Iraq, Iran, Lebanon. Insistence- I'm telling you, 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 date your, you, you, you date your cousin, you get the whole family pissed off. It was a misfired rocket from terrorists that was responsible for all that carnage. Now, these were just some of the scenes out of Jordan, Iraq, Iran, Lebanon. Enormous crowds marching, holding up Palestinian flags, some even chanting death to Israel, death to America. Outrage was also aimed at Israel's continued bombing of Gaza, as well as President Biden's meeting with Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. In some places, the protests turned deadly, including in the West Bank, where, according to Palestinian officials, Israeli forces shot and killed two Palestinian teenagers. In Lebanon, tear gas and water cannons were fired at protesters who gathered near the U.S. Embassy in Beirut. The U.S. State Department has warned Americans in the country to make appropriate arrangements to leave. That's what your government did. That's 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 what wow. he he went into the goddamn hornet's nest. He kicked it, said everything's cool with BB. Yeah. Not a whole lot of support. Uh, Besides, and, you are not alone. And, and now every American is is in jeopardy. Yeah. Uh, at the expense of just a dude trying to cover his ass. See, this is the problem with us getting involved in everything. Right. Right. Is that then everything? Then everyone's attention goes. Now we're involved. Now we're included in the. Uh, See, see, yeah, anti-Israel, right? That was so fast Correct. to turn, and now we're paired because we keep publicly announcing that, you know, we got your back, BB. BB. We're here for you, BB. And then everyone's like, hey, fuck BB, <laughs> and fuck the U.S. too, because, you know, whoever's got BB's back is dead. Next clip. Sort of that little tie-in. Oh, no. Today, thousands taken to the streets all <laughs> yeah, across that's, the... That's what I was looking for. <laughs> that was a clip I was looking for. I never okay. I never moved it. That <laughs> Not all of us are professional. <laughs> shut up. Um, yeah. Uh, so it's the big conundrum. I Oh, so to, to add more context, I, I do have a bit of a conundrum. It seems like TRT, Turkish Radio Television, uh, did point out the initial issues that... that uh, that Biden sort of put us in. This is a, this is a long one. I, this is where we we're going to go. We're already over. Not that, not as bad. It's fine, we're about seven. We're going to be about five minutes short from the previous. His arrival was supposed to be the main talking point on Wednesday, but U.S. President Joe Biden's job is now even more complicated and sensitive than it was before. I was deeply saddened and outraged by the uh, explosion at the hospital in Gaza yesterday. And based on what I've seen, it appears as though it was done by the other team, not not you. BB. But there's a lot of people out there not sure. So we got a lot. We got to overcome a lot of things. At the Organization of Islamic Cooperation's meeting in Jeddah, the Palestinian Foreign Minister Riyad Al Maliki outright rejected Israel's denials. This was a heinous act committed against women and children. Israel knew the location of the hospital 
and targeted it on purpose. The effect. Yeah, and see, the issue is that, you know, the Arab world just doesn't believe them. Uh, whether they did or why? didn't, no, no, oh, makes you think why? What do you mean? No, Go I, on. It makes you wonder why do they not believe? Well, them? well, they've they've done issues like this before. Okay, see, someone who doesn't know history wouldn't know that. Yeah, they they've yeah they they've killed a journalist <laughs> before, and they're like, oops, and they, well, they said that's not us, that was the Palestinians, yeah. and then a year later they apologized. Um, so makes you question why. You're funny. Well, yeah. Um. Get an answer, apparently. Yeah, you got an answer. Um, I'm telling you, man, this podcast is gonna do you wonders. It, it is. It is making up for my lack of a high. It, well, it's not. It's not making history, up. It's not. It, it, we'll. You'll never make it up. Uh, it's, it's doing its best. You'll need to do this podcast forever, just so you can I keep up with current events. Myself world history at this point. In this case, yes. With the Middle East. Okay, we'll continue the clip. Sorry. The Arab world of the hospital strike was immediate. One of Biden's challenges is to prevent this conflict from spreading to new fronts, like here in the occupied West Bank, where protesters gathered in Ramallah on Wednesday to condemn the bloodshed in Gaza. Another flashpoint is the border between Israel and Lebanon. Since the crisis began, Israeli troops have been exchanging fire with the Iran-backed Hezbollah group. But the loss of life at the hospital has raised the stakes here and across the region. In the aftermath of the attack, the meeting between Biden and Arab leaders to be held in Jordan was cancelled. Arab leaders are under pressure because you're now seeing street demonstrations. Uh, I think in terms of the outcome and what Biden wants to achieve, they're contradictory uh, goals that he has. So on the one hand, he is supportive of Israel, but... He does not want to see this kind of carnage. He does not want to see an expansion of the uh, uh, of the Gaza war to include other Arab countries and possibly Iran. What Biden does want to see is these trucks on the Egyptian side of the Gaza border rolling north, delivering aid that's needed now more than ever. Today, this crisis, as the US approaches the 2024 presidential elections, is likely to be Joe Biden's toughest political test to date. You can't have your cake and eat it too, folks. Mom's always taught us that. Uh, there's, there's, you can't compromise with having the Israelis commit atrocities and or not acknowledge that they fucked up. Or they're at least letting the bloodshed go a little too hard. And again, with questions as to how the fuck they got in how do they get into certain parts of israel and a goddamn bulldozer yeah i mean it being suspicious from the beginning right but like what is the u.s supposed to do i mean they've had these relations with israel for well i'll tell you what they're gonna do savannah i think you you've cut it i think you've cut into the you know i proved my point wrong i was incorrect in the previous podcast uh the previous episode um, it looks like, uh, you can have your cake and eat it too. Yay! Like so many other, I'm heartbroken by the tragic loss of Palestinian life, including the explosion at the hospital. Again, a long Gaza, clip, sorry. Which was not done by the Israelis. We mourn every innocent life lost. We can't ignore the humanity of innocent Palestinians who only want to live in peace and have an opportunity. Stop bombing them. You know, the assault on Israel echoes nearly 20 months of war, tragedy, and brutality inflicted on the people of Ukraine, people 
that were very badly hurt since Putin launched his all-out invasion. We've not forgotten the mass graves, the bodies found bearing signs of torture, rape used as a weapon by the Russians. By the way, that was the sickest transition I think I've ever heard a president do. Yeah, just, I mean, now just, we're talking about Ukraine. I, yeah, if you that were in the same sentence. If you were baked, I, I don't think you'd pick up on it. You'd be like, whoa, you'd man. Like, Dude, I blanked out for I clanked, a long time. I clicked on the wrong link. <laughs> thousands and thousands of Ukrainian children forcibly taken into Russia, stolen from their parents. It's sick. Hamas and Putin represent different threats, but they share this in common. They both want to completely annihilate a neighboring democracy, completely annihilate it. Hamas' stated purpose for existing is the destruction of the state of Israel and the murder of Jewish people. Hamas does not represent the Palestinian people. Hamas uses Palestinian civilians as human shields, and innocent Palestinian families are suffering greatly because of them. Meanwhile, Putin denies Ukraine has or ever had real statehood. He claims the Soviet Union created Ukraine. And just two weeks ago, he told the world that if the United States and our allies withdraw, and if the United States withdraw, our allies will as well, military support for Ukraine would have, quote, a week left to live, but we're not withdrawing. No, sir. I know these we're not withdrawing at all. We're not leaving. In fact, we're going to give you more. Sorry. can seem far away. And it's natural to ask, why does this matter great to question. America? So let me share with you <laughs> great, why I'm making great. <laughs> Great question. As if we don't have enough problems currently at home. Yeah. There, there's there's not an issue at at home. There's no domestic. Uh, there's no high inflation rates. There's no food prices the issues. The thing we have to worry about is those international terrorists from the southern border. Gas. All those Chinese coming in. All those damn Chinese coming in, <laughs> huh? Two thousand of them are gonna wreck havoc. Fuck. Sure, Israel and Ukraine succeed is vital for America's national security. You know, history has taught us that when terrorists don't pay a price for their terror, when dictators don't pay a price for their aggression, they cause more chaos and death and more destruction. They keep going, and the cost and the threats to America and the world keep rising. So if we don't stop Putin's appetite for power and control in Ukraine, he won't limit himself just to Ukraine. He's, Putin's already threatened to remind, quote, remind Poland that their Western land was a gift from Russia. One of his top advisors, a former president of Russia, has called Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania Russia's Baltic province. But this doesn't even make sense, right? It, the, the, according to our Canadian fellow, and pretty much every news source, uh, states the same thing. If they go to war with one of these NATO countries, mm-hmm. it's all of NATO. Yeah, and that's the whole point behind it. Right, right, so they're not going to do that. No. But why say that then? Well, because it stokes more. Fear, well, they right? well they well they also are inclined to think that the American public doesn't know that. No, yeah, it's that you know that's no, a yeah. very real. You know, it's a very real threat of them um, attacking and you know all this. But it, it, it's like the whole point behind like the nuclear threats for countries that like two countries that both have you know nuclear weapons. They're not gonna. Is that what nuclear threats are? Well, no. When like two countries threaten, like, oh no, they could they could do a nuclear attack. Correct. But both countries have nuclear weapons. It would be mutual destruction, and that doesn't make any sense. You know, and and like you've stated, why would they destroy the land that they want to take? 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to jump to the next clip. Okay. All right. Jeez, dude. <laughs> By the way, you're on one today. My gosh. What? I'm, make, I'm making connections <laughs> in my mind, but are they not being translated? You're like an Alzheimer's patient. <laughs> <laughs> Just these little spouts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know where you got that one from, Grandma, but eat your porridge. <laughs> Especially in the Middle East. Iran is, is, is supporting Russia in Ukraine, and it's supporting Hamas and other terrorist groups in the region, and will continue to hold them accountable, I might add. The United States and our partners across the region are working to build a better future for the Middle East, one where the Middle East is more stable, better connected to its neighbors, and through innovative projects like the India Middle East Europe Rail Corridor that I announced this year at the summit of the world's biggest economies. More predictable markets, more employment, less rage, less grievances, less war when connected. It benefits the people, it would benefit the people of the Middle East and would benefit us. American leadership is what holds the world together. Mm. American alliances will keep us, America, safe. American values are what make us a partner that other nations want to work with. To put all that at risk, if we walk away from Ukraine, we turn our backs on Israel. It's just not worth it. That's why tomorrow I'm going to send to Congress an urgent budget request to fund America's national security needs, to support our critical partners, including Israel and Ukraine. It's a smart investment that's going to pay dividends for American security for generations. Help us keep American troops out of harm's way. Help us build a world that is safer, more peaceful, more prosperous for our children and grandchildren. In Israel, we must make sure that they have what they need to protect their people today and always. The security package I'm sending to Congress and asking Congress to do is an unprecedented commitment to Israel's security that will sharpen Israel's qualitative military edge, which we've committed to, the qualitative military edge. We're going to make sure Iron Dome continues Iron to Dome, us. Doug Dimondome, home of the Dimzil <laughs> Dimondome. Sorry. Yeah, that's a old fairy uh, parents. Fair, yeah, we're 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 Gen Zers, I guess. This is embarrassing. Just came out. Um, yeah. So American tax taxpayers are gonna cover this one. Of course. I'm wrong. They, the the funding does not stop. Uh, well, because Israel started something. No, I mean. Or planned something. Doesn't matter. I don't know if I said this last episode, but in uh 2016, the U.S. committed. Uh, thirty-eight billion dollars, million dollars, billion, billion. to um Israel for military aid is like a contract for five years. So that would, oh wait, was it twenty sixteen? It was a while back. Oh, it was ten years. That. It wasn't five years because it would end in twenty twenty six. So this is in addition to that. So we've already given billions of dollars when they weren't even at war. And then now, and this is on top of the Ukraine budget. Correct. That is already up for question of being extended. By the way, where have we heard of investment, great investment for America? Lots of places. I got one for you. Okay. It's Elizabeth Warren and Richard Blumenthal. This is 60 minutes, by the way. Can Senator Lindsey Graham. They don't normally agree on much. Together, though, they're some of the staunchest supporters of U.S. funding for Ukraine's resistance. They're on track to break the Russian army. <laughs> and the only way they could possibly lose is if we pull the plug on them. Yeah. Yeah. The wreckage of yeah. Russia's war machine. Yeah. 
sheet yeah. was on display for Ukraine's Independence Day celebrations, even as almost a fifth of the country remains under occupation. People ask me, is it worth it? Here's what we've gotten for our investment. We haven't lost one soldier. We've reduced the combat power of the Russian army by 50%. And not one of us has died in that endeavor. This is a great deal for America. You've previously said that it's the best money we've ever spent. That's still true? Since we helped Churchill stand up to the Nazis. We have to have confidence that the dollars we're spending are actually being spent in defense of the nation. All of that is important, but that's why we're here. The senators take them apples and suck it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a business. It's a great investment. And 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 again, in this 60 Minutes, it just so happened to be that 60 Minutes stumbled across three senators who were just chilling out in Ukraine. And they took the whole 60 Minutes. <laughs> yeah. To the, just shit on them. Well, sure. We'll make them look dumb, right? But anyway, the, contradict everything they just said. Yes, the, but the point was great investment for America. Right. That's 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 the whole reason why the U.S. is involved in anything. Right. I mean, the Biden's whole speech was saying, you know, we ha we're involved because we have to be involved, because if we are not involved, things will fall, fall, fall apart. Right. Mm -hmm. And so but OK, but the U.S. is also benefiting from it. It's OK, not that it's not like a moral thing like, oh, well, we have all the right answers. You know, we are the best people to be doing this. Um <laughs> you're on your cup you're okay this i i was trying to end it and you somehow just wanted yeah, to dig yourself as, into a grave it can go as long as you brought up those videos i was trying to end it though god damn it well we had it ended on lindsey graham finishing is a great investment and it is okay anyway okay well <laughs> the fact you ended it <laughs> talk about a short circuiting there <laughs> that's fine it's all good don't worry about it it was fine you don't want to hear my my thoughts go for it yeah you just you blanked out which is, i was trying to give you an out but go on no nah, it's good no nah. <laughs> no no no, no. You're gonna shit on it anyways. go for okay. it no 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 you please no saying. please go for it finish it i i forgot oh gosh okay well that was it that's all my whole point behind this is that it's it's uh you know we're getting to the point of, of a big investment i was wrong savannah uh, I remember you initially stated that um, that well, I initially stated that there will be no more money for Ukraine. Well, why did I even think that no. we couldn't just print more shit? Yeah. So. And the yeah, and the whole and what he's okay. You brought up Biden's speech. I'm gonna comment on Biden's speech, <laughs> where he talked about this will benefit the economy through dividends for generations to come, right? By uh, approving this budget for Israel. And probably also linking approving the budget for Ukraine. Um, no, it it won't. I mean, it's just gonna it's just gonna hurt the economy more, right? Where's that money gonna come from? Who's gonna pay for it? Um, and it's never ending. It will keep being. And then, okay, so what about the next war? You know, what about the next thing that the U.S. is involved in? Which sounds like it's Iran. <laughs> yes, correct. Which we'll I think we'll look into the next episode. Um. Yeah. Uh, you know, initially, um, yes, that, yes, they, they are slowly inching their way towards Iran, essentially, which I think we'll save for another episode. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into that, uh, because I learned something and I think I also showed you something. And so 
Yep. Uh, we'll we'll do a bit of a deep dive. Maybe this will be we'll we'll take a break from the news and we'll just kind of do a a bit of a recap from the previous wars when we were children. Yeah, essentially, I think when we were children, um, we were. <laughs> not, we not were too uh, not terribly. Well, I mean, you just you just found out uh, where Israel was, it, you know, not too long ago. So a good little like uh, it might be a, a, a like a recap for you, like a, just a reminder. But this will be like a, a lesson. For yeah, this will be all new information. Anyway. OK. Uh, yeah. Thanks for uh, giving us a listen. Uh, yeah. uh, we appreciate that you're if you made it this far, we appreciate that you tolerate the clunkiness. Uh, of Savannah's breaks and, and the and length of Jorge's clips. Yeah, I'll work on that. Um, Savannah will also work on the the length of her of her uh, pauses there. That'll be also pretty important. <laughs> it's yeah. Pretty important, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that was we'll sad. I'm sorry, that sounded so defeated no, on your I end. Honestly, don't know. Yeah, <laughs> no, it has to. Um, so we'll figure it out from there. <laughs> we'll figure it out from there. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, again, I'm I'm Jorge. Savannah and uh, 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 send us a send us a boostergram on any podcasting 2.0 app or send yeah. us an email send us something interesting come on man like, what is what is your time worth link to some cool little or some just something it doesn't have to do with Israel it would be great <laughs> if it didn't no okay well <laughs> it really it won't help Savannah's uh, understanding I mean, of, the, of the world with the Middle East I'm not gonna understand she really so. is actually uh, we'll talk later about this but she's probably struggling pretty hard on this right now as you I can mean, tell if you could tell the amount of times that I was, was trying to sound smart <laughs> you don't need to you just need to sound confident that's uh, all uh, yeah anyway <laughs> all right good night we're done thanks bye